welcome to the Empty Opinions Podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Empty Reviews on the Empty Opinions Podcast feed. Uh, Podcast's feed. Uh, you know, Empty Reviews is this little sideshow I do where I'm able to review stuff that I'm watching and like or dislike, whatever. Just need to get an outlet to talk about it. It could be a movie, it could be a TV show, or it could be, you know, an album, a music album, whatever it is. Uh, for this episode, however, I'm going to be focused on TV, and I'm going to be talking about Dave, the FX on Hulu, the FX show that is also on Hulu. It is inspired by the life of Lil Diggy, the white neurotic rapper, as he describes himself. I just finished watching the last episode of season one, and it is a great show. And I've been saying this since like episode one of the show. This is exactly what I thought Atlanta was going to be. Because I remember when the previews for Atlanta was coming out, like the plot of it is very rap heavy, right? Like the show was supposed to be about this guy who's managing a rapper, this up and coming rapper, and just the trials and tribulations of that lifestyle, right? And I I don't know, and especially coming from Donald Glover, who's a great, you know, artistic person. I was like, yes, I'm super excited because I was expecting just a cool exploration of the rap world, you know, from rags to riches, pretty much. And that is not really what that show was about. Even Donald Glover himself said that they kind of use that premise as a Trojan horse to actually just make a weird show and just do whatever the fuck they wanted. And don't get me wrong, Atlanta is one of the best shows that's come out in the last five, ten years, maybe. You know what I mean? It's an amazing show. It has a lot of fucking crazy ass episodes, but it wasn't really what I was expecting. I wasn't mad at what I got, but it wasn't what I was expecting. But uh, Dave, this is the show that I was that I kind of wanted from Elena, right? Because it's 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 very similar um, premise. You know what I mean? It's just but instead it's just a white rapper who, as the tagline of the show says or the description. He says that this white rapper who believes he's the greatest rapper of all time, now he has to convince literally everybody else because he is a white Jewish rapper and he's just very, you know, quirky and weird. Um, and just his rise to, you know, to fucking super stardom or, you know, his rise to his rise to being a recognized rapper. Um, and I just enjoyed it, man. There's so many parts. I mean, the, the humor... It's actually one of my least favorite things of the show. It wasn't that it wasn't funny. It was pretty funny. It's just sometimes little Dickie's humor can get a little too much. There's parts of it that are fucking hilarious and really, you know, funny. But sometimes it can cross a line and I'm just like, okay, you know, now he's going too far in. And it just feels like sometimes it's just kind of his off, you know, his, uh, what's the, he's his riffing a lot of the time whenever you're they're trying to be funny and it can feel kind of, relentlessly you know weird it, it, it doesn't it, it's not my type of comedy for most of the time but it was still enjoyable it's not like i i was cringing at the the humor i just didn't laugh out loud as much as you would think and as much as a lot of people do enjoy you know his type of humor a lot of people really enjoy that um oh i'm recording a podcast what's up soup you made soup okay Okay, I'll go down in a second. Um, yeah, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, I was talking about um, the other thing I really enjoyed about it was just that it was what I wanted to see. You know what I mean? Like, it was just, I'm a fan of hip-hop music. I'm a fan of the hip-hop world. And just the fact that, you know, somehow Lil Dicky was able to get nearly every single fucking 
famous rapper or celebrity on this show is fucking wild. And um, I guess spoilers. I'm gonna I'm gonna really talk in depth about this season. So and I'm gonna go episode by episode. So I am gonna have you know some spoiler talk. I haven't really spoiled anything so far, but yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. Um, so yeah, I love the fact that you see so many figures in the hip from the hip hop community in there, and it's funny because I was just seeing an interview from uh, Dave Dave Bird, Lil Dicky, where he was talking about how he was able to get so many celebrities and rappers. And what he said was pretty smart. And he was just saying that a lot of those rappers or, you know, celebrities want to act. They find that fun. It's like, oh, let me act. Let me act as myself and just have fun with this, right? They want to act because they don't normally act. You know, people don't ask them to act in anything. And I bet you if if you enjoy watching movies or TV shows, and you're an artist and you you probably there's this little part of you that wants to act in some way. You know what I mean? So I think that's what's so funny and so genius about what uh, Lil Dicky did. He kind of just invited almost everybody he thought of and they almost all said yes because, you know, they just want to be in a cool show. And so, I mean, the, the cameos on the show were fucking insane. And I'll kind of talk about them as I get into each uh, breakdown of episode by episode. But yeah, that was another thing I loved. Another thing I loved was just all the side characters were really enjoyable and they, they just all felt like they had a natural chemistry. They were all fun. All, almost every all the, the supporting characters, like um Mike, the you know, uh Lil Dicky's friend or you know, th- is Lil Dicky in the show? Yeah, it's still Lil Dicky. Uh so Mike Dave's Mike, who's Dave's, you know, financial analyst, some sort of financial person's friend. You know what I mean? So he's friends with uh, uh, Lil Diggy, uh, and that's that played by Andrew Santino, who's a very funny comedian. <laughs> funny, I haven't really seen a lot of his comedy, stand-up comedy, but I've listened to his podcast and him and other guests, and he's pretty funny. But yeah, him, he was great. Uh, Taco from Odd Future somehow in this show, and he's also pretty funny, pretty cool. You know what I mean? Just a cool guy. Not the greatest acting, but that and that's not really what you want them there. You know what I mean? You want to have that natural, you know, charisma. He kind of has it. He's just funny. He's just a funny, you know, awkward black guy. I hope that didn't come off racist. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, he was great. Um, the girlfriend, I don't know what her name is, but she was really good. She's beautiful. Uh, the friend, the Asian friend. It's funny because they have um, they have all the. Um, the pretty diverse show. <laughs> I don't know if it was on purpose, but you got the Asian female friend, the white girl, the the redheaded guy, and the two black guys who are completely different from each other. It's pretty funny. But um, you know. Oh, and Gata, who is they Lil Diggy's actual hype man is reprising that role in this show. He's amazing. He has a couple mo- moments in this show where he shines, but I'll get into that in a second. Um but yeah, I just enjoyed the supporting cast. You know, it exceeded my expectations in a lot of ways, and I'll get into that. But just simply in the mere craftsmanship of the actual show, it's not just like a basic comedy, which I would have appreciated. I would have I would have had fun with, but it does try to do some things out of the box, and it tries to have fun with the show, which I appreciate. And uh, what else did I like? I mean, I enjoyed all the music and you know, Lil Dicky's rapping. I just I'm I'm kind of a fan of his so you know I kind of enjoyed that aspect of the show and um 
that's all I can think of, you know, broadly speaking. Now I'm going to get into specific episodes, right? In my thoughts on them. So episode one, you know, the premiere, pretty standard. It wasn't amazing. It was cool. It definitely set off the tone of what the show was going to be and the way the episode ended with the with the rapping was really funny and really cool. Because, I mean, yeah, I mean, you just want to see people rapping. You just want to hear cool rap music. You just want to see some comedy. It's like everything that you like about Lil Dicky in terms of, like, good rapping, you know, kind of good music and also just funny, you know, just humor. It's in that episode. So it's a, a great uh, premiere off the bat. Then we see um, episode two where he is kind of, you know, gearing up to for his first ever live performance. Um and I think this is the episode where, like, you really see that. Because, I mean, the first episode, they had YG, and it was okay, whatever. But, you know, episode two, when you see Macklemore, who's uh, Lil Dicky's replacement at the end of that episode, uh, it just shows that, yeah, I mean, th- th- this g- this guy is getting a lot of fucking big names. It was just kind of funny just to see Macklemore replace him. Just because, you know, Macklemore as a rapper. I mean, what the fuck happened to Macklemore, man? The fact that he won that Grammy, and then he did another album with Ryan Lewis, and then did an album without Ryan Lewis. It was fucking weird. It was weird. I don't know. I don't. I wonder what the fuck Mac Lamore is doing right now. Remember when he put out the song about, you know, uh, racism, uh, whatever the fuck it was? I don't even remember. But, yeah, Mac Lamore in episode two was really good. Um, but at this point, the show's still kind of funny and enjoyable. Then, because there's a point in the show where, like, um, things kind of take a turn and shows that this show's deeper than you would expect, but we're not there yet. Then we go to the third episode, which is so fucking, this one is really funny because it kind of focuses on Lil Dicky's sex life, which, you know, you know, his sex life is weird because his rap name is Lil Dicky. And I mean, the fact that they have a whole episode dedicated to his fucked up dick and just his troubles in bed with women, it's just so funny. And just and there's, there's one moment specifically, it's probably one of the most uh, iconic moments of the show so far, is a point where, like, Lil Dicky is fucking, well, multiple times where he's fucking either a doll or the woman, and he looks up and Drake is staring right at him. That was pretty funny. I bet you Drake is going to be in season two. I fucking, I bet you $100 Drake is going to be in season two because this show is really taking off. There's a lot of big people talking about it. But, uh, yeah, episode three was pretty interesting. It was fucking wild. And just how honest it was just depicting his sex life. It was pretty cool. Then we move on to episode four, which uh, now this is where we get more plot development with uh, Mike, the aforementioned uh, analyst friend of Lil Dicky, now wants to be his general manager or his manager who was managing him in the music industry. And um, and then this one was, yeah, this episode wasn't so good because then very unrealistically, they have Dave just go viral. Like going viral is not as easy as the show portrayed it. That was one of my main pet peeves of the entire show, if I'm honest. It was just like I was able to roll with it. But like if you really stop and think about it, like he really goes viral by doing this. Somebody suck me. And that's supposed to be realistic. Like we just cut to him being a fucking... A, a, a meme it, it was weird the fact that how that happened so conveniently i didn't like that it was probably one of the weakest episodes of the season but then we move on to the one of the best if maybe not the if 
if if not maybe the best episode of the season, episode five, which kind of focuses on Gata and just the fact that and it it's so good because this episode focuses on Gata, the the hype man of uh, Lil Dicky, and we just basically find out that this motherfucker is bipolar and that's why he's such a good hype man. Because he can get real hype, but then he can't stop. And then by the time he stops, he just crashes. It's fucking, then you get a super emotional and, like, amazing performance by Gaeta, who's never acted before, I'm pretty sure. It's fucking wild. I mean, that was such a breakout episode of the show because it, it really showed the emotion of the show. It showed it could be more than just, you know, you know little Dickie's fucking weird humor. It can be way more than that. But that was a, an amazing episode for sure. Then we move on to episode six, which is probably one of my favorites, if not for the ending of it. Because, you know, what happens is that we kind of get a background into how Lil Dicky even felt like he became a comedian or an entertainer. What made him feel like that? And it was just interesting because he's going to Philly because he's from Philly um, and he's going to perform at a concert in Philly. And he meets all his friends, and you start to slowly realize that his friends don't really think he's funny. They're not really laughing with him, they're laughing at him. And it's something that Lil Dicky himself realizes throughout the episode. And then the way this episode ends, just fucking loved. Because it become, it became like a surreal thing of his younger self um, showing up to try to give him a pep talk or something. And then grown adult Lil Dicky killing little kid Lil Dicky. You know, little kid and little Dicky in the same sentence doesn't feel right to say, but you know what I'm saying. Like when little Dicky was younger and little Dicky when he's older, both versions meet up, and then little Dicky as he's older kills the young Dave. I'm not gonna say the young little Dicky. He kills the young Dave. And I mean, just what an amazing way to kind of do character um, development. It's just at this point, it's like All right, I'm not fucking playing anymore. You know, I want to be a good rapper. You know what I mean? It's not, I'm not about to, because he probably felt like he was being held back by uh, his uh, his friends who didn't really find him funny, but were just laughing at him. It was really, it, it, I really loved the way that episode ended. It's probably one of my personal favorites. Then when we went to episode seven, which is an episode just focused on two side characters, so Taco and the Asian girl, and just the fact that they have this kind of, you know, one night stand and just the relationship afterwards and just, you know, uh, Taco's character becoming more popular and working with uh, Trippy Red and, you know, really going up in, in, in life. And then just the fact, I guess just they're just navigating. Besides giving these side characters more depth, they're also kind of just navigating what it's like to date nowadays, which is pretty cool. Uh, but it's not much to write about. You know what I mean? I enjoyed it, but it was like, eh, it's okay. Then we'll move on to episode eight, where I guess now Lil Dicky is about to sign a deal to a major label that now he's getting there. And he meets up with uh, Benny Blanco, who helps him, I guess, I guess, get to the next level. And he now has connections, I guess. It's probably the most popular connection. Benny Blanco is really fucking funny in this. He's such a fucking ugly ass dude, man. And I don't want to judge guys because there's fucking gay. <laughs> but he's a fucking hideous human being, but he's funny. Um, and then you see Justin Bieber, you know, presumably one of the biggest, well, not presumably, but arguably one of the biggest artists of all time pop up in the show and just have a pretty funny line of him being kind of normal. It's really funny. I mean, yeah, the fact that Justin Bieber is on the show, it just I don't know how the fuck they've got it, 
Maybe Dave is one of the greatest rappers of all time if he's able to get Justin Bieber on his show. Who fucking knows? Um, I kind of want to. I'm gonna talk about that in a little bit. Uh, just you know, Lil Dicky's real life confidence in almost fucking. It's it's almost you know too much. It's almost too crazy his confidence. But I'll talk about that in a second and how maybe I need to implement that in my life. But uh, that's more of a me topic. Uh, but. Yeah, there. This episode, he gets into an argument with Kourtney Kardashian. It was just more of an episode. It does plant the seeds of the ending of Lil Dicky and his girl's relationship on the show. Um, that's where kind of that begins. But in terms of what this, what happens in this episode, it's just him, just more famous people. You see more famous people, and then how he's navigating in this new life where he's getting some recognition and rubbing elbows with the fucking elite entertainers in the industry that was pretty interesting it was cool to see that like in the life because i mean that's another thing why people would love uh, probably kind of love the show because they get to see what these celebrities are probably really like or what they're actually doing or how it must feel to become that famous so it was pretty interesting episode nothing crazy though then we get to episode nine which is a fucking heartbreaking episode where like i guess i feel like they rushed little dickie's break up with this girl like i said they kind of planted the seed in the episode prior but the fact that they kind of just break up and the the fight does seem realistic but i just felt like it came too soon you know what i mean they should have been planting those seeds from way earlier it kind of just felt like it came out of nowhere but it was funny um hold on it's my feet <laughs> i'm kicking the cable and you can't hear it all right and um in that yeah that was a pretty fucking depressing episode i wasn't that invested into the relationship if i'm being honest so i didn't it didn't really hit me but it's a pretty good episode and then the last episode i mean what a fucking way to end i just watched it so this is pretty recent in my mind but what a way to end this season man i mean it begins with a seven minute segment of what is looks like to be like a 13 minute song that Lil dicky's presenting to their label where he's kind of telling the story of him exposing his testicles at a at a <laughs> at a concert, and then you know going to jail for public indecency. We're in a, at an all ages show, and you know the his struggles with trying not to be raped in jail. It was fucking wild. I just loved you know I loved the how great it looked too. You know what I mean? Like the the cinematography of that whole dream sequence. I guess you would call it was amazing. The actual song was great. The actual rapping. It was just super fucking entertaining. Like, whoa, what the fuck am I watching? I half expected this episode would have been so fucking wild if the entire episode, like the whole 30 minutes, was just one song. And I think he is probably going to do it. This is him kind of flirting with that idea. I can definitely see him doing a 30-minute episode which is a rap song. Or I guess it would be a musical in that way. But um, obviously the song is fucking not commercial, cause them near thirteen minutes. So he's he gets into an argument with the label, and you know everybody's kind of tell him don't fucking do this. You know try to compromise for change for change. Cause I mean the whole season, this motherfucker is just incredibly uncompromising. That's what his relationship ended, I think. Well, no, he said he he, uncompr- he was compromising. And he kind of was, but I don't know. What I don't know. Whatever the fuck. Whatever. You know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> that shit, that little sidetrack got me fucking shook because I'm like, I don't even know where to go after that. What I'm trying to say is that the whole season he's been uncompromising when it comes to his vision and his career. 
And that leads them to going beyond the back of their label and premiering this song on The Breakfast Club. And um, instead, he decides, no, I'm not going to do that. What I'm going to do instead is um, just rap. The same way the season uh, it began, same way the season is going to end with uh, gonna end with um, a freestyle. And the freestyle was pretty good. And that's it. I mean, that's how this, the episode ended. And I do think that is probably it is a very good way to end the show. And I mean, wait, let me go back to the dream sequence because that shit was fucking insanely disturbing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like him, like going to suck the guy's dick, you know, kissing him on the neck. It was much. It was wild, and then biting off the dick. It was fucking crazy, but uh, very funny and very creative. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, the, that's how the season ended, and I'm very excited to see where this goes. This definitely became more than just a fun half hour show to watch because I don't even do those anymore. Uh, I try to get some substance out of the shit that I watch, so you know that's why I don't really watch Good Place. Or Brooklyn Nine Nine, I should maybe my life would be better if I did that, but no, that's um, uh, you know, that's just what it is, and that's my review. What a weird way to end that, but fuck it, whatever. That's my review for the season one for the first season of of Little Dicky's show on FX. Dave, very funny show, very interesting show had way more to offer than you would expect from a little from a little diggy show uh from the object optics of it you would think it's just dick jokes and rap and it's way more than that Ooh, you saw that little rap i just did right there she was crazy um but yeah that's it for this empty review thank you guys so much for listening and i'll catch you guys in the next empty review <laughs>